Hi, I'm Hang. And I'm Helen. And welcome to the Haiki Asian Podcast. A safe and open place where we can come together to discuss all things relevant to growing up and being Asian in Australia. Whether you're at home, going for a run, driving to work, or on a bus or train, heading somewhere, we hope that you can hang tight and tune into this week's episode. Hi everyone, we are back again with another episode. Yes, when we think of the Asian traditions we had growing up, we can't forget about the traditional Asian medicines. I know, right? Anytime I was sick as a kid, my mum would whoop out her special Chinese oil that can supposedly cure anything. (laughs) (laughs) I can imagine. So in this week's episode, we wanted to share our own experience with these Asian remedies and what our thoughts are. Mm -hmm. Just a disclaimer, neither of us are specialized in medicine or health so we'll link some resources in the description of this episode so let's begin what are some asian remedies that you've experienced when you were younger hey the classic one that we all know of and we're all aware of is yao san yeah yao san all the way aka that green chinese oil the eagle brand oil that's supposed to cure all sorts of pain and illnesses to compare i guess it's like similar to the vix smell or the vix vapor rub stuff if people don't know what your son is. Both are good. <laughs> yeah. And I swear to God, my mum would always freaking like come out with that bottle anytime I was sick and she would rub it like all over my body. She'd be like, headache, your son. Cramps, your son. Coffee, your son. <laughs> <laughs> Anything and everything. That was her medicine. And I didn't find mm. the smell until she would literally like rub it on her fingers and then rub it on my nose. And then the smell would be so close to my eyes that it would sting and my mm. nose would be burning from the smell. So I know there were different varieties of Chinese oils that people used though. Like there was a one that was like clear and it had the blue lid as well. Or there was the yellow one or there was like even like... um. <laughs> There's just, colors. I know so colors. many varieties. Like, <laughs> no, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think the clear one, it has like a more minty smell. Yes, yes, yes. And then the yellow one is like a tiger bomb. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I think that's originated from Thailand. And Thailand also has um their own type of oil. And like they mainly use um cloves and ginger. Oh, okay. But, you know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they just, I just have try this to like strong herbaly smell yeah. of these type of oils. Mm-hmm. Uh, like my parents also use this like brown one with like red packaging and they use it for their muscle pain oh. um and what you mentioned like my dad loves tiger balm oil yeah, yeah, um yeah. funnily enough i it was me that introduced it to my dad's before he actually found out about it and oh. i found out about it because i heard other people talk about it so mm-hmm. because my dad he's like the king of all oils i thought this would be a nice collection to his uh, little <laughs> medicine cabinet thingy yeah, um yeah, which he yeah. absolutely loved i guess like the one asian remedy that i absolutely hated like moving yeah on from your son is I hated Gaoya. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, my- yeah gosh i freaking hated it and yeah for those who don't know that's a um, coin rubbing yes it was yeah. literally like a metal so like my parents used like a dog tag like an actual are like you serious yeah oh. yeah yeah like my parents my family like, uses coins like that's where it comes from i'm pretty sure yeah. i don't know where my parents got these dog tags from but it was like these metal dog tags and they'll rub it on your back like against your back which yeah. ends up resulting in these like reddish purple marks which is kind of like bruising mm-hmm. um which honestly it looks really bad because if people don't know 
what the concept is, they would think that we're getting like beaten up or like, right, yeah, yeah, we're getting like abused of some sort. But it's actually just it does like, hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just this like this way of like you know rubbing the metal against your back to bring out the blood supposedly, yeah. like to yeah. to make the blood flow better when you're sick. Yeah. Uh, but it hurts. Just imagine metal rubbing against your skin. It's just it's painful, right? Especially as a child. Like I remember seeing my grandma asking one of my aunties to like do that for her, mm-hmm. and it was just like you know seeing her like lying on the mattress like topless and it's just like it's just so horrifying to see like red marks yeah on the back and then when i had to like you know suffer <laughs> legit it's like that, you're crying <laughs> I, I wasn't crying but it was just it just hurts and then my mom's like it's good it's good for you it's good for you <laughs> good on you because i was crying and i was trying to pull myself away from my mom but my mom was like straight up like trying to hold me down to like uh, rub it against me because like i hate it so much and yeah. then i think because she knew that i hated it so much she discovered like cupping oh. which yeah which like obviously hurts a lot less at least yep. the one that we use because we don't actually use the fire cupping we use like the one that comes with like a pump um mm-hmm. yeah so similar to like gaoya it, it's meant to like circulate the blood area better mm-hmm. um it also results in that reddish purplish marks on your back or on your body as well right. um so those are like memorable moments of like asian remedies that i use i think um another thing was that i found personally worked for me when i was a kid was that she would boil like a huge pot of water and she would put like <laughs> lemon and ginger in it and yeah. then she would put it on the ground with something else so that the carpet doesn't burn and then i'll literally have to go strip naked <laughs> and <laughs> then like wrap myself with the blanket and cover the pot as well so that yeah. i'm steaming and like the, the water is also steaming around me yeah. um and apparently like the steam is meant to like draw out all like the bad toxins out of my body mm-hmm. and make me sweat it out so it's kind of like going to a sauna in that sense yeah, um yeah. your diy sauna you know <laughs> um yeah I, I found that like after i did that one time i was really really sick i i felt a lot better the next day so i i don't know if that works for everyone but but that's what i've experienced yeah yeah so those were my little asian remedies that i've experienced growing up what about you helen what are some asian remedies you had when you were younger i experienced all of the experiences that you (laughs) came across as a vietnamese kids (laughs) oh my god yeah so like I remember like yeah, using the yao san or like ointment for everything. But then as I, I got older, I was just like, nah, man, like you can't use oils when your, your feet's all swollen or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it's like you need to put ice on it to reduce the swelling or else you put heat on it. It's like mm-hmm. it's making it worse. But yeah, when I'm like sick, like where I have a cold or whatever, like my mom would also like rub it on my nose, behind my ears, my stomach, my feet, everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. And then I'm just like, oh, man, I've been like attacked. You're like... <laughs> drenched in this oil now <laughs> yeah and it's just so funny because like i remember in high school i had vix and then a white girl was like oh i'm using fix i like fix but then if you use your son it's a bit like um offensive to people mm-hmm. like it's just too strong the smell i guess like your son is more of a stronger smell um mm. than vix so fair 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 yeah um definitely i remember when i was in vietnam i think i got a stomach ache and my grandma she like she had a little bottle of Yosan in like her um, pocket. Yeah. Not her pocket, but her pants. But then she rolled it up. Oh. Right. So that the the bottle was like wrapped against her waist, and then she was like unraveled it, and then she's like, yeah, yeah, here's the Yosan. Put it on your stomach. She's like a little like a uh, super nanny, and she whips out her secret yeah. weapon, which Mary is Poppins. the Yosan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, I'm not surprised. 
Grandma's prepared. <laughs> love that. I love that energy. Yeah. And like, you know, we talked about um, the coin rubbing. Mm-hmm. So apparently like the body produces endorphins when they sense pain. Endorphins? Yeah, endorphins. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so basically... <laughs> that kind of sounds like some SM... <laughs> <laughs> When I'm really, really sick, right? This is extreme cases. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she'll be like, oh, lie down. Mom's gonna like gal y'all or like coin rub you. Yep, and yep. I'm like, uh-huh. she's like, get the spoon. Like, so you use the spoon. And I'm just like, yeah, she would like gal y'all. And basically, right. like, the layout of it is like, you go along the lines of your um, spinal cord and then like you spread it out on both sides, like left and right. So like, it's like little tree branches. So it looks like a tree. Okay, yeah. 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 And then like, you know, it goes all the way um, over your shoulders mm-hmm. and then your neck. And then I had to do it to my mum and my mum would be like harder harder and I'm like fuck this is weird (laughs) yeah Yeah, and also uh, when I was six or seven around that time there was chicken pox do you remember? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chicken pox. So my mum also used the steam method. And then that's called um, some hoi, right? Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, so, so it's called, it's a herbal steam therapy. Mm-hmm. And um, my mum didn't use ginger or lemon like your mum. She she just plucked my neighbour's gum tree. <laughs> like the leaves, of, yeah, gum tree leaves, right? That, that it has like organic. That- yeah. <laughs> They literally went to fucking nature. I'm like, oh, so embarrassed. Organic (laughs) nature. Yeah. And then she just like cut a couple. Because like the leaves were hanging over my fence anyway. Yep, yep. So she just like chopped some down. And yeah, she bought a big pot of like, you know, the fur pot. Massive pot. Yeah, yeah. Chucked it in. And I was terrified, right? Because she made my brother and myself also strip naked. And then, like, it was like this weird-ass ritual. It was like... <laughs> it's like a rain dance ceremony yeah! or something. <laughs> I was so scared. And then there was, like, blanket. And then my mom's like, quick, come in. And I'm like, what's going on? She's like, take off your clothes. And I'm like, what? And then she was like, get in here. And I'm like, I don't want it. <laughs> I'm scared. And I remember my brother and I were just covered in chicken pox. Because we were just Aww. in so much pain. Well, how did how did that make you feel? afterwards was it worth it to you or you I think I was traumatized like... but yeah <laughs> <laughs> I was traumatized <laughs> traumatized but yeah I, I do remember like my mum as I grew up she she did use that method so I was just like oh mum's doing that weird thing again <laughs> <laughs> It's a normal now. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Another remedy that I came across when I was younger was um, using tukpa for my acne. Mm-hmm. So it was like this Chinese medicine. Yeah. I think I discussed it like in our previous Early episodes. Episode. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So that was that was an experience. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, she liked it, right? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, sure. <laughs> Taking fucking like twenty-one little tiny ass like bitter pills. Oh god! Every day just to kill my. Ass. Did it? Did it help at all? No, it didn't work. I went to a, a Chinese herbal store last week, and I and I saw it there, and I was just like, "Ooh, that's the stuff that Helen was talking about." Oh god! <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Another one is um sticking up a, a clove of garlic up my nose. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I had a nasal congestion. My mom's like, do it. And I'm like, I don't want to do it. <laughs> She's like, do you want to get better? And I was like, ah, okay. <laughs> and it 
looks like you're like scaring away vampires or something. <laughs> like, like you stick it up your nose for maybe about ten minutes, and then eventually you pull it out, and so much like uh, mucus comes out. Oh. Oh, what an yeah. image. I think I saw it on TikTok. Does it, did it work for you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. It did actually. There, there we go to our listeners. If yeah. you guys have a nasal congestion. But it was so gross. And like, we also, um, you know, I don't know, chiro, no, not chiropractor. Um, uh, <laughs> There's pressure points around your body. Oh, uh, acupuncture? Yeah. Is it? Like the needles? Yeah. Oh, no, but also like just massage. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Someone tell us, someone tell us. Yeah, so I came across this auntie and um, she said that because she noticed that I, I kept coughing and then she mm. was just like, put pressure on your right wrist and mm. whatever your throat is in pain. So if it's like your left side or the right side, mm. so massage on the right side of your wrist mm. and then it, like your right side throat would like be better. Mm. Or like, um, I can't remember. It's like pressure points around your feet, arms, your hands. I didn't research this, but like, yeah, I remember like my aunties would like say, oh, stomach hurt, do this. Or like if your feet turning, do this. Or if you've got a headache, you do that. That's interesting. So it's kind of like they're correlating the pain with a certain part of your body that needs that, I guess, the massage or something. Yeah, because I think like certain parts of your body releases that toxin or like it eases that pain. Oh. Also, disclaimer, I'm not a professional. I don't remember. I didn't do my research. <laughs> we didn't study medicine. We didn't study uh, any doctor thingy. Don't rely on this us, please. This is my memories. <laughs> we, we will send resources out. I swear, I swear. Yeah. Because, like, I don't know. When my aunties or, like, uncles whatever, or my grandma, like, they say this stuff, I'm just, like, nodding. And I'm like, yep. <laughs> yep. Sure. Don't really sure. do it, but yeah. Yeah. Those were some clearly interesting remedies that we've had growing up in our household. <laughs> Legit. <laughs> I mean, what would you say your thoughts on our Asian remedies now that you're an adult? Hey? Well, I think for me now, I have more respect for it compared to when mm. I was younger. When I was younger, I was like, what the heck? What What is going on? I don't understand yeah. how this yeah, is helping yeah, me yeah. feel better. <laughs> Um, and I just like questioned the techniques my mum would be using. Like, especially mm. the gao yao. Like, I didn't understand why she was giving me pain. Like, why was she yeah. giving me these bruises? Like, it hurt, yeah. you know? And like, when I would get those purplish reddish marks from like the gao yao or like the cupping, I would get so embarrassed to wear like singlets or like anything uh. that would show my shoulders and stuff. So yeah. it was just stuff like that that kind of like annoyed me, I guess, when I was younger. Mm. Um, but I think now, obviously, I do appreciate a lot more these Asian remedies have like a lot of history behind them and culture yeah. put into it mm-hmm. and I think like it's the idea of it uh, going through a more natural route rather than more of a chemical route is really interesting. Yeah. For me, I freaking love your son now. Like <laughs> I I am the ambassador for it. Like anytime someone's in pain I'll be like, bitch, do you have your son? <laughs> um, yeah. Like when I have cramps or when I have headaches, I rub it on my stomach or my temples and my chest area and it just makes me feel so good and I don't know whether it's just like the nostalgia of it and it it's so calming to me and the smell is just like really peaceful for me mm. um like i i genuinely enjoy it like i catch myself acting more like my mom now when it comes to asian remedies um <laughs> like sometimes even when i get like muscle aches or muscle pain the one thing that works for me 
and I, and I swear to God, it works for me, but it's like, the, you know those, like, sell and pass patches? Oh, yeah, yeah, um, those. Yeah, yeah. Those are the best. Um, personally, I don't like that brand. I like those patches where it's just, like, uh, from another brand, where it just, like, sticks on, and it really, like, it gives that heating relief, and it really soothes the muscles, at least for me, when I have, like, some sort of sprain or cramp in the area. Yeah. Um, especially in my necks, I tend to get it around there a lot. Mm-hmm. So, I really love that, and I think, like, the concept that uh, they're using, like, you know, these natural ingredients, and they really focus on detoxing the stuff mm. that are bad for us, like, things like ginseng, or like jujubes or like goji berries all of that it's 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 really like a interesting way of like trying to treat ourselves through um, natural perspectives or natural um, yeah. remedies also things like acupuncture you know where they target those specific pressure points it's something that's been like tradition and the, the fact that it's been alive for like thousands and hundreds of years possibly um, mm-hmm. I mean it shows that it's it's working of some sort right I mean like that's yeah. it's traditional that the fact that it's still used in modern times it's it's pretty respectable so that's something that I really appreciate and recognize as really important Mm -hmm. so I want to hear your thoughts as well girl what are your opinions of Asian remedies now well like I respect the practice and the culture behind it like as you said it's like thousands of years of like practice and knowledge right yeah it's it's if anything I feel like our western societies we're like branching out to natural approaches much yeah. more holistic ways yeah yeah rather than like using um, chemicals or like drugs to like yeah. cure our illness or like pains uh-huh. yeah so in somewhat it's like yeah I, I do respect the Asian remedies even though <laughs> um, it was very unusual when I was younger because yeah. of like I guess like the actions or like using the herbs and the natural ingredients yeah and, and we well, yeah, born in Australia yeah. as well, so... Exactly, yeah. We live in, like, a Western society, so, like, our medicine comes in, like, a very clean-cut box or, like, powder liquid uh-huh. or, like, pill form. Not in, like, fucking, like, tree branches or leaves <laughs> and, like... Wild you know, nature. Like, and then, like, funky-smelling things. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because I guess, in a way, our parents didn't explain why they were going to do this to us. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> they never just... really... Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah. 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 They're just, like, I don't know, like, I guess, like, because of that, how they were raised when they were younger they were taught to just uh, listen to what the parents or their elders asked them to do or forced them to do mm-hmm. but like us in the western society we're just like why <laughs> <laughs> i don't understand explain i like that point because it's kind of like well one it's uh it's generational like they obviously learned it from their parents or their relatives mm-hmm. of some sort yeah. it's not like they made it up themselves and uh-huh. two like we weren't exposed to any of that through the media or through our uh caucasian friends at school or through the teachers at school we we weren't really ever taught that there was never a subject on that during school so no, obviously yeah. it's very foreign to us as as western raised kids and like you know having our parents just like throw it at us with like no really education around it it just didn't make sense so yeah the fact that like we understand it now as adults and the fact that it comes from like legitimate information it, it makes more sense yeah so like i did my research for this episode definitely this part good job good job good job <laughs> not the acupuncture one i was like what the fuck is that word <laughs> Um, so yeah, so there's like two secular um, schools of traditional medical practice in Vietnam. There's Tuk Bak, which is medicine of the north, and then Tuk Nam, 
Medicine of the South. Okay. I didn't realize until like I researched this episode where it like took, but it like it makes sense because it's like coming it's from the in- north. Yeah. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, Tuk Nam is like based on like the indigenous um Vietnamese traditional like medicine, mm-hmm. and like it's um there's like some folk herbal knowledge. So therefore, like, why the steaming? Oh, yeah, okay. so like our ancestors back then in Vietnam, like they they scavenged like the natural resources that nature mm-hmm. gave us, right? Or they gave them mm-hmm. in their country. But then like took back, yeah. which is in the north, and obviously the back, like the north side, it's um they're close to China, mm-hmm. so they're influenced by the Chinese medicine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so like they use the herbs more complex, and um, they have like a tedious brewing method. Oh. Uh, yeah, whereas like took nam, it normally like they're chopped up or grounded, and then they consume it. That's so, really interesting. Yeah. yeah, like the origins of it, we never thought about um, where they actually came from. No, but yeah, that's yeah. a that's a good point because even for me, yeah. I just thought of it as tukbak as tukbak. I never thought that. Oh shit! Like buck actually means north. <laughs> I know. And now being south, like, duh, hey. If you literally, like, get translated. Oh, it's my just, gosh. Like, mind blown. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. The more you know. I think it'll be really interesting to now compare the Western medicine and Asian medicine since we've been exposed to both, as we mentioned. Yeah, I feel like everyone has different perspectives of them both. I agree. So, do you have a preference for one over the other, Helen? Um, so, like I said, because I live in a Western society, like, I tend to lean on the Western remedy. Yeah. Um, so, for example, when I have a headache, I take a Panadol or Panamax. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Is that the generic brands? <laughs> <laughs> generic brands, yay. <laughs> yeah, or like for um, American listeners is uh, Tylenol. <laughs> oh, okay. I need to know that. Yeah, that's, cool. That's, that's their... Um, Helen did yeah. her research for our American <laughs> listeners. Yeah. Or like for us, it's uh, paracetamol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, like, when I'm sick, I go to a GP and they most likely use, like, you know, they study... They'll Western, recommend, yeah. Yeah, medicine or recommend, like, uh-huh. yeah, Western method. But out of all the Asian remedies, just like you, hey, that I was exposed to, I would still use the oil ointment, the yosan. Because I believe it works. And Me I too. love the smell and the tingling is so soothing. I love. Yeah. And it's just, like, when you're, like, sick and, like, that smell, it's, like, therapeutic. Like, yeah I, it's like aromatherapy yeah yeah i completely yeah. agree and there's mm-hmm. just something about like it that maybe like whether it targets the area or not not sure but at least like for the calmingness of it and the mind to settle down i feel like it helps a lot yeah yeah especially when you're like you're so exhausted or you have the cold or flu or a fever or some sort like the smell like when you're like trying to rest and sleep yep yep yeah it's it's nice also like i find that there's like some stigma in terms of like mental health with the asian medicine because like it's not really spoken of but like the western society like they they all about the mental health and going to see a psychologist or like get some like oh okay uh, so you so i guess at this point you're talking about like um yeah the mental health 
remedies, remedies don't yeah. really exist in the Asian culture, suppose. No, yeah, yeah. Which is which is true. I I, I don't think mm. there is a there is a way to resolve it. Whereas like Western treatments, it's like they'll recommend you to a psychologist who might recommend you to like a psychiatrist, uh, and also like uh they'll recommend you maybe like antidepressants or mm. um other anxiety pills, um specific yeah. medicine that can uh help people with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what I think. What about you? I believe in both. I think Western health is really amazing in the sense where it's continuing to develop and yep. advance fast. Like sometimes it can be a bit overwhelming and scary, not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. Um, like especially with like the digital technology and all that stuff. I think we just have to adapt to that. But mm-hmm. like when I went to Machi Machi last year in the city, which is like okay. a boba which is like a boba tea place. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if people don't know what that is, um and like uh they had this machine before you enter it by the way it was like obviously covid last year um they had this machine this year (laughs) yeah yes they had this machine for where you stand in front of it and it'll scan your temperature before you enter and if your if your temperature is all good it'll like go green and it'll be like okay you can enter um so that's pretty cool like that's that's a pretty cool I, i feel like western inspired technology and western inspired medicine way of like going about at uh illnesses and all um i think i do rely on western medicine just because it is easier access like i feel like if i were having a headache just like you i would i could go to the pharmacy and just get panadol uh because pretty much all pharmacies and grocery stores sell it like it's it's not Mm. hard to get whereas i feel like with asian medicine you really have to do your research and you really have to check the legitimacy of the person who's giving you that recommendation like with asian remedies and asian medicine it's it's like oh if you if you get the wrong recommendation it could do bad things to you (laughs) it like it might it might not be good for you you know what i'm saying i don't know but like i i know that if you go to like um vietnamese suburbs right Uh like there there are some shops where there's like tukbak right yeah where like yeah they they sell um chinese herbal medicine but like i find it really confronting mm-hmm. and like unknown area because mm-hmm. like when i was young like my mom really didn't like, i guess my mom would go there but i didn't really understand or i don't know how it works <laughs> yeah <laughs> you yeah. know like well what's the process of like going in there like is it like a doctor's appointment or like do you just tell them how you're feeling? I don't really know. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's just about like unfamiliar environment. Yeah, yeah, and like um, you know, for for you to go to those places, most of the time the the people who are selling those things are not fluent in English to be able to explain it to you enough to understand. Yeah. Um, so that there there need to be some sort of like uh you to understand their language as well, whether that's Chinese or Vietnamese or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and generally when it comes to going to these places it's usually people giving recommendations based on word of mouth rather than searching on the internet and seeing like google recommendations or google reviews of places it's not as easy to access that um and because everyone reacts differently it's really hard to determine if that medicine is specifically good for you so Mm -hmm. i guess that's where the skeptical lies around asian medicine and asian remedies but Mm -hmm. in saying that um you know i have been able to find a link where you can find like registered practitioners for chinese medicine in australia and we'll be linking it in the description of this episode i think that as an adult i find myself using both asian and western remedies you know with asian remedies i mentioned i love your son and i use it regularly (laughs) 
Yeah. Um, and anytime my mum prepares like some sort of like herbal drink or herbal soup, I'm more than happy to consume it because I'm aware of like the natural ingredients and I'm aware that it's nutritious for me. Mm. Um, I don't actually do cupping or gaoya anymore, but I know my parents still do and they tell me they feel a lot better after it. I think the one thing that I've learned is that we shouldn't completely dismiss Asian remedies or mm. these traditional medicines. The the idea of it does seem a little bit like uh like untrustworthy because we haven't been able to have that it's the unknown. Yeah, yeah, have that high exposure, have that high education around it. But I think being open minded about it and researching about it more helps a lot. And I mean there's a reason why these are traditional because it's like continued on for so long and it, it, it's it's worked. I mean, if it didn't work at one point, it would have just stopped, right? Yeah. Um, so I like to kind of like entwine these two type of practices into my life and continue to be open-minded with uh, Asian remedies, especially. Mm-hmm, yeah. Definitely. Thank you for listening to this episode. We hope that you enjoyed it. Whether or not these Asian remedies work really depends on you and how your body takes it. Even though we've had some skeptical moments of it growing up, we still believe that they shouldn't be disregarded. Please research more into it and let us know what you think. If you guys were able to relate to anything we've said or have a story yourself that you want to share, feel free to let us know via our Instagram at hi.keyasian or our other socials will be linked in the description box of this episode. Also, feel free to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Spotify if you want to stay in touch with our upcoming episodes. We hope to catch you guys next time. See you again and bye. Thank you so much, guys. See you soon. Bye.